Emma, congratulations. We know that David's dealing with the horses we speak, so we thought we'd give you a ring. What about that from New Zealand? Oh, it's, it's a pretty good feeling. I'm just leaving Giraffe after running fifth on a heavy track. Um, so that was a pretty big highlight of my day. It would have been. I, I spoke with David earlier today on the Radio SEN track over here, and he was a bit nervous about it all. What were you feeling going in? Oh, I was very nervous. Um, I think the, the biggest thing for us is we didn't really know where we were at. Um, having missed the trial, and Duke had been good, and we were very happy with him, but just going straight into Caulfield, I thought, I've, I've been to Australia before, and I know how tough it is, and you just never know whether you're going to measure up. I guess what you wanted to see was exactly in the end what you saw. Was that turn of speed that he's got? Yeah, exactly. Uh, about the sort of 300, I think, oh, is he coming? And then he just lets go. And um, it was just so good to see him back to his best after a big spell and um, things like that. Like, it's just, yeah, it a great feeling. You've trained some nice horses, but to bring a horse to Melbourne and hope for the spring, you know, uh, there's no wonder all of you were a bit nervous. Yeah, exactly. And... It's been quite a big sort of commitment from us. We've got three small kids and um, a bit of a stable at home and things like that. And knowing that he was going to have to go and not knowing when he could come home, you know, you always think, I hope it works out. <laughs> well, it has so far. It has so far. Uh, have you spoken with David? Yeah, so I was just talking to him before. He's over the moon. So, And I'm very, very lucky to have... My best friend and Natalie Young, who we're staying with, she's FaceTimed me pictures of elephants and shown me how he's pulled up and things like that. So uh, it's, it's brilliant. I'm just a little bit jealous I'm not there. Well, I was just <laughs> going to pose the question. I guess you can't both come over. Uh, you made the decision earlier in the week to send him over and then the plane was delayed a little while, wasn't it? Yeah, so he'd already landed in Melbourne and I went home and happily put the horses on the truck and thought, oh, my job's done, I've sent them off, and then they turned up home again about three hours later. So, <laughs> <laughs> sort of, there were a few nerve-wracking moments there, um, because they'd all eaten the night they'd left, and I was really happy with them, and then they sort of threw us all out, but um, no, as it turns out, it hasn't knocked them around. Time will tell where the next run is, but I, I see David was thinking about Mooney Valley next, I guess. You you just really, you know, it's been a bit of a rush. The horse gets to Melbourne midweek and puts in a run today. Just give him a few weeks. Yeah, I think definitely he's always sort of had his races spaced out a little bit, and I think that probably won't change. And when we were looking at the programs early on and making a bit of a plan, it was always a, a plan that he'd have sort of three weeks between races at least. Um, so, yeah, we'll sort of have a look at where we're going. But I think tonight we'll just be enjoying the fact that the plan may have come off so far. <laughs> so far. Now, you allow yourself to enjoy it tonight. I've got to ask you, so you watched it at Tarapa. Were people around you? No, I was, well, it was the last race, so most people had gone home. So I was in the trainer's room there, and I'm pretty sure I 
upset all their catering crew from <laughs> yelling too much. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, why not? If, hey, I hope you explained. I hope you had, had told them before the race could they, they could have had something on it. But what a, I mean, it's just a, <laughs> it's just a good story. Oh, no, it's, it's been a wonderful ride with them. And, you know, it doesn't matter, sort of, obviously we have big plans, but just to get that win first up, you know, that's made it all entirely worth it. It has. Uh, congratulations. Uh, whatever happens, let's hope there's still continued good times. He's a five-year-old. There's got to be a story around the name, hasn't there? Oh, yeah, there is a bit. Um, he always sort of turns his nose up and smiles at everyone, so they always laugh that he has an elephant trunk. Um, and then Andrew, the owner, he, he's a bit of a character and a great guy, and he... He said to David, oh, Emily will learn to love it because I'm pretty sure he knew that I wasn't that impressed that he wanted to call him Elephant. <laughs> hey, well, the main the main thing is sometimes you can put some ugly names up and nine times out of ten the ugly names get ticked off. But when they start winning and winning unbeaten like Elephant, he sounds pretty good tonight. Oh, he sounds very good. And Andrew was right. I've learned to love that name. And to be fair... We couldn't have called him anything else now. That's, that's all he's known of, known for. Yeah, it's a fantastic story. Hey, well done. Um, I know you're disappointed that you're not in Melbourne, but there'll be FaceTime by the sounds of it uh, later on tonight when you get home. Uh, well done and uh, to all the team around Elephant. Oh, thanks very much.